Washington football team, no more. It is the Washington Commanders. I think that's along my my good track record this year so far. I guess that one too. They went with the Washington Commanders. Pretty generic name. This if it's the city though, you know, Washington, DC, Blase, Blase, USA. The Commanders. So, Keenan, what do you think about the Commanders? Uh, hopefully, they can follow suit to their name and command their division. But the name, like you said, is generic. It seems like a name you make on Madden or something when you, you know, creating a team and you're just trying to create a team and you're going to trade everybody to that one team. But like you said, it fits, I guess. No. Keith, was this the correct, uh, correct name choice? Or should they have gone with something different? Well, it's honestly top three. It's better than the majority of the list. So, um, what was one like Armadillo or something like that? It, it, it's not that bad. It's, it's no, really bad. Or the presidents. Oh, that. Or like the presidents. It's, it's not that bad. It's better then, than the Washington football team, though. We gone from the Washington Redskins to the Washington football team to now and probably finally the Washington Commanders. I don't think there's much else to say, man. The Commanders, welcome to the NFL. Uh, I expect much of the same old Washington football played there. They need to do something. They worried about the team. They got a team name. They need to be worried about the stadium. Stadium's next. It's got to be next because I don't know too many more players get hurt there. It's probably going to be some lawsuits. We'll see. Washington Commanders, welcome to the NFL. That's that. Now we have some GOAT talk. We have to talk about the greatest football player of all time. Tom Brady retires after a 5,000-yard season. It's bittersweet. The old regime is gone. Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady is wrapped up. 
that a lot of questions have been said about greatest athlete of all time. <clears throat> Personally, for me, Tom Brady is the greatest, greatest athlete to play any sport of all time. Keith, we're going to come to you first. Where does Tom Brady rank in your goats, both NFL and all time? Well, I'm going to start. You said NFL. He is undisputably the best athlete to ever put on a chin strap and a helmet and play in the NFL. I don't think it's – I don't even think it's close. Um, so, yeah, NFL, number one. I think if you talk about from all sports, I think it, I think you'll have to fall too. And the reason I say that, um, for uh, in football, you only play one side of the ball. And it sounds cliche, but um, – he only impacted one side of the ball. So I think he will fall to seven, you know, the amount of trips he went to Super Bowl, great. But I think he will fall only behind Jordan. My top three would be Jordan one, Tom Brady two. And I think Serena Williams would be number three. But uh, yeah, a lot of people in his era, when he did play, he played for 22 years. Big Bang got some rings. Man. Hey, Keith. Is he messing up on Yeah, he's hey, Keith. Hello. Keith, I had to mute you for a second because you was your connection was messing up. Okay. Is it back now? Yeah. So you, I think so the last we, thing we, we heard start? was, I think the last thing we heard was Tom Brady. Uh, ben Ben got, uh, Big Ben got some rings and then it started messing up. Oh, I think the only difference between Jordan and Tom Brady is that a lot of the elite quarterbacks and Tom, when Tom Brady played, got rings like Big Ben, Russell Wilson got some, uh, Aaron Rodgers got some, Drew Brees got some, Eli beat him twice. Um, Nick Foles got a ring on him versus Jordan, where Jordan, when Jordan played, even though he took three years off, a lot of those players didn't, he literally dominated where they didn't get a ring. So I think that's literally be the only difference when it comes to that. And he only played one side of the ball where Jordan played both offense and defense. So he was able to have a more impact on both sides of the, you know, on both sides. Uh, that's where I'm going to have to disagree with you. And Keenan, we'll come to your list second in a, in a second, but I'm gonna have to disagree with you there because Michael Jordan, number one, pish posh, he wasn't. He was playing a bunch of unathletic, tough guys. '90s basketball, most overrated era of basketball of all time. Jordan, most overrated player of all time. He's not even the best basketball player of all time. LeBron James is. That's where you're wrong. Jordan is not the best player. It's LeBron James. Now, LeBron James, Tom Brady, you obviously have to go Brady there. But for me, you got to go Brady. Hmm, there's so many people. You got to go Tiger Woods. And then you go, nope, then you go Serena. Yeah. I've had a lot of back and forth. And my ranking on Serena is, is so 
it's tough for me because she's the most dominant athlete of all time. I don't think she's the greatest athlete of all time solely because who is the second greatest women's tennis player of all time? And then the pool is not as deep as the greatest of all time in other sports. Now, Tiger Woods, golfers. Golf is a tough sport. He was so dominant, too. So I'm going to go Brady, Woods, and Serena. Wait, wait. Before you, before you go, Kenan, you mentioned Ty, Tiger Woods as the greatest, but Tiger Woods don't even have the most majors in his sport. Tiger Woods is the second greatest. Tiger Woods might have been the most influential athlete to ever play, meaning he got people that never would have touched golf to play or people that even watch golf to watch golf. Sure, but you, if, you're, if you're downplaying his Jordan or Jordan's era and he went 6-0, but Tiger Woods doesn't even have the most majors won in his own career. He hasn't been – I won't say not been relevant, but he hasn't been dominant since it's been so long before he got beat with a with a nine iron. So go Tom Brady, Serena, LeBron. Easy. You just going to change. What, what about you, Keenan? I'm fair. Hey, Keenan. I'm <laughs> fair to the argument. I'm fair to the argument. Tom Brady, Serena, LeBron. Michael Phelps. One, I feel like when, when I rank greatest athlete, I'm looking at athleticism. I'm looking at everything that they've done in this sport. Deion Sanders is the greatest athlete in the NFL. Oh, goodness. Being honest. Don't even get me started. You're changing the argument. No, I'm not changing the argument. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, but greatest football player of all time is Dion. I'm sorry. I don't care about the ring thing. If you gonna name Tiger Woods, I can do Dion. I don't care. But Dion's not even the best leader of all time. Man, listen. What? Hold on now. Wait, wait, wait. Who's better to at corner? Who's better than Dion Sanders? Revis Island. Oh boy, please. Come on, bro. To Keith's argument, to Keith's argument, let me let me talk to you, Keith, because you got some, you know. So I don't know what that guy's on. But okay. like you said, Brady don't the impact both sides of the ball. Dion do. Dion was what special team player, little receiver, and corner. Every time Dion was in the game, you had to, I mean, you know, everything dictated to Dion. And he was in the game a lot. And then if I'm not mistaken, then he played another sport. Yeah, two time athlete or come on now. Come on now. How is he not even in the conversation if we're talking about greatest athlete now? He's not even the greatest two-sport athlete of all time. Bro, wait, wait. I know you're about to say he he is better than Bo Jackson. That's exactly what he's about to say. He was better than Bo Jackson. And, man, Bo knows. Man, look, man. Bo Bo only got him on Tecmo Bowl, bro. Bo only got him on Tecmo Bowl. And Madden. Right. Come on now. But if I was to give a list, it would be Jordan, LeBron, and Serena for me. Two basketball players and Serena Williams? Yes. Where would Tom Brady fall? Tom Brady in the top five because of the ring aspect. But you know, I don't, you know me as a uh, as a longtime Pittsburgh fan, I don't count cup these rings. You can't lose to Eli being my top three. Well, see, I'm glad you brought that point. 
to some people, some of the, some of Tom Brady's rings feel fluke. You have the Tuck Rule, the first one, right? Then you have a Deflate Gate, and I'm even going to say twice on the first one. He gets a Tuck Rule, then you find out of the um of the Spy Gate. So you got a Deflate Gate, a Spy Gate that helped him get. You know, I want to say get his career going, but in a sense, he got his career going. Thank you. Therefore. I'm gonna say Jordan because, like, like he said, you are downplaying them. You downplaying that era. Jordan has went six and zero. He took time off and still went three straight. And he's one of the greatest athletes we ever seen on uh, on the court. He probably could did football as well if you want to be honest. LeBron, we can't get. Come on now, LeBron just LeBron. He's still doing it at the age of fifty. He's still moving like he's eighteen. And Serena, like you said, just dominant. Who has, like who else can you think of when it comes to pure dominance on her own? No type of help on her own. So it's gonna be Jordan, LeBron, Serena. Then you can put Brady at four or five for me. Michael Jordan won championships, and his second best player was worse than Andrew Wiggins. Oh, is not. Scottie Pippen is uh, is seen as one of the greatest wings of all time with a career average of 16 points of game. But Scottie he is so is, much more. What to? Scottie wait, wait, Pippen, wait, wait, wait. Because he's good at defense. Ron Artest was is good de- at defense. Wait, wait, Tony wait, Allen's good at not defense. A wait, wait, wait. You, you can't play – you can't downplay Scottie Pippen when, when Jordan left. Then they go on, then they went 55 behind behind Scotty. Did they Pippen? win anything? Right. Right. Did they win anything? They lost to Orlando. They lost to they lost to Orlando. Did they win anything of significance? He came back the next year. Jordan came back literally the next year. And they Jordan's was playing against people who are not as good as the players today. Man, I'm so sick of that argument, bro. Come on now. I'm so sick of that, that BS. For Jordan him, was the if, best. If, if, if you talk about the greatest of all time, Jordan played with what he what, in his era. He played against what's considered the best big era, the most physical era. You cannot sit here and say that Jordan is not at least top three. Top three what? Of greatest of all time, no matter what sport. He's literally right. on the Mount Rushmore of all athletes. How is Jordan here for consideration, but a player like Jerry Rice? Has not even been mentioned. Because Jordan was the shooting guard. Jerry Rice played receiver. Let's, let's be honest. Without a quarterback, you don't know who Jerry Rice is. You don't know who majority but of these receivers are. Jerry Rice has all the career stats at receiver, and he didn't even play in a passing era. You wait, wait, but you also didn't mention him in your grade. In, in I your, did. Your, so then, what I is did. the argument? Because I'm how going you gonna say that? I'm, I'm going with Brady regardless, so it doesn't matter. Brady's one. Everybody else can uh, can fill in the list where they where they fit. Hold Brady on. is one. Hold on. How you gonna say Jerry did this and not even a passing error? And you downplaying the nineties because that's the same argument I'm gonna use for Jerry Rice. Man, it was just he was just the guy, the guy during that time. 
Michael Jordan just so happened to be the guy during his time. Jerry is top 10 NFL player. He's probably top two. He's probably the second best receiver, second best player of all time. And what? In the NFL. No. No, you would take wait, so wait, we, we, you. I'm assuming you would take Tom Brady over Jerry Rice, right? If I were to, if we were starting a team with the greatest seasons of all time from each player, I'm taking Tom Brady one. Number for a fantasy draft one pick, Tom Brady. Fantasy draft two pick, Jerry Rice. I don't know about that. That's. Your boy Dion picked somewhere in the first round. I don't. Outside of an end, you don't. There's no way you don't pick. Dion literally took one. He traveled. He took where literally your best receiving option. He's almost as important as a defensive end or a left tackle because what he did, what his, what he was he able to do for the game. One side of the whole one field. One other side of the field. You want third? And he played. Him. And he and and. He impacted special teams too. So one like he was just a regular corner. He also impacted special teams. What I did on the Falcons franchise, I'm a, don't even become trying to sway me. That's true. You're trying to influence me. Wait, Keenan, that's not even only the only point. I'm pretty sure the 49ers might not have the 49ers definitely benefited from him. The Dallas Cowboys for sure benefited from him as well. And I'm pretty sure if you ask Michael Irvin and Jerry Rice, they're like, you know what, I was thankful that, that, that he was on our team because I didn't have to worry about him. So where does a guy where – do, where does a guy like Michael Phelps rank? Or Simone Biles? Now, that's a, I honestly think she might – she can legitimately say she probably top six. Top five. Phelps top seats as well. But they all have arguments for top three, top one. Phelps for sure do. Baz do too. You How about we both might as well. People? How about we leave it up to the people? People, comment. Let us know. Greatest athletes of all time. Where do they rank? Tom Brady, Jordan, LeBron James, Serena Williams, Michael Phelps, Simone Biles. Anybody else we're not we're not remembering any baseball players any soccer players any hockey players anybody any athletes uh let us know your list for the greatest athletes of all time we could talk about that we could talk about that all day guys we could have but we're gonna leave it up to the people there is however a more important story in the news and that is brian flores former coach of Miami Dolphins, is suing the NFL for um, – I'm trying to think of the way to phrase it. Suing the NFL for alleged racism in their hiring process. This has been a topic for many, many years, and they implemented the, uh, the Rooney Rule. But it doesn't seem like it's enough. You know, there's currently one black head coach in the NFL, Mike Tomlin. Uh, and then it's like these black coaches, they end up with 
these terrible jobs. You know, you end up as a, as a coach for the Texans. He gets fired for after one year. Or you get hired for a team that allegedly is paying to tank. It's nonsense. So, Keith, we'll come to you first. What is your take on all this stuff going on right now? What is your take on Brian Flores doing what he's doing and the uh, the current state of the NFL? So I'm going to address the um, Brian Flores first. One, I think he deserves a lot of respect because he – I don't think he will get a um, another head, NFL head coaching job. I think he committed a – similar to what Colin Kaepernick did, he committed career suicide in a sense. But he is doing it for a bigger, a bigger impact. The Miami Dolphins – he allegedly said that he was willing to get paid $100,000 per loss. For all the work that somebody does to get the opportunity to become a head coach and even, even a tougher and longer road for a, uh, a minority coach to get that, for you to even, if this is true, open your mouth and say, you know, I'm giving you $100,000 to lose has to be has to be removed from the NFL. If people that don't know, every person that works for the NFL has to sign a statement or something that says that they, they cannot bet. You can't gamble. You can't do any of that. So for him to be able to, as an owner, mess with the integrity of the league, mess with players' livelihoods, because when players don't perform, that affects their next contract, their next big payday. When coaches don't perform well, they get fired and become unemployed. He was that's he was willing to sacrifice their careers for a draft pick. Automatically has to be gone. Brian Ford is doing the right thing. It's not the, and you know you just mentioned the Miami Dolphins. He mentioned you know the Denver Broncos. He mentioned the um, you know the New York Giants. Who the New York Giants has never had a black coach, and in what ninety seven years they've been a part of the league, and they've only they've only interviewed a minority coach when they had time to uh when it was time for a head coaching change to fit the Rooney rule I think the Rooney rule has good intentions however if somebody does not want to implement it or not want to do they're going to do the absolute bare minimum and the NFL has proven time and time again that we're just doing the bare minimum to to check mark a, a box saying that we did what we were supposed to do I think it's pretty easy to say that they don't want minorities in higher positions. This is GMs, head coaching jobs, and it's even tough for them to even go from assistant coach to a coordinator. It's no reason for Eric Bellamy to be still an offensive coordinator in this cycle when there were what eight job openings. He's had he's been to three Super Bowls. So he's been to the last three Super Bowls, helped develop Patrick Mahomes. Brian Flores turned around a losing organization. Literally, a losing organization that went from five and eleven, turned around to ten and six, almost made the playoffs. Then went nine and eight, the only coach to lose seven and have a seven-game win streak in the same season. And for him to just basically get to, to get interviews, no, it's an, it, it, race has something to play with it. They don't want minorities in those type of positions. If football can change in terms of players can evolve. It's time for the NFL owners' perspective of NFL of minority coaches to evolve as well. 
Cleaning. That was a heavy take from Keese. What are your thoughts about that? He said it all, man. Like he said, the NFL don't want don't want African Americans in the head position. They don't want minorities at the head position. Uh, I believe they only look at us as like we know what we was arguing about athletes. They don't think we are capable of leading the organization to a championship or leading leading the organization to become you know a dynasty. We seen it all the time. Um, sure, Brian Flores. Like he, uh, like he said, he's you know career suicide. I don't think he's gonna get another job. He deserves a job because, like Dion, without Flores, Miami hasn't really been relevant. Uh, you know, throughout our time, Miami. You know, when Miami come to town, a team probably thought like, like this is a day off. This is before Flores. This is a day off. This practice, but Flores, there Flores brought. He brought something to that team. He brought a culture to that team that, hey, you, when you come here and play, but when, when we come to y'all, you better wake up. You better strap up because we finna bring it. We finna bring it. Flores is a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. I believe he's a hell of a coach. But he's doing something that I think needs needs to be done, and it's bringing, bringing all this to life. Hate it for him. Hate that he might not ever get a coaching job again. But he's doing the right thing by bringing all these things to life because it's never been, you know, they always say rule and rule this, rule and rule that. But it's never been no one to actually hold the NFL accountable for the rule. Other than the Steelers, and it, it would be another. If it weren't for the Steelers, Mike Tomlin probably wouldn't have a job either. If we'd be in Nuggets, if he was somewhere else, he would have been gone. So, like, you know, NFL need to, you know, they need to look in the mirror and they need, Something needs to happen there up top. But, man, Keith, you said it all, brother. The NFL is a social club. It's always been, you know, they pick who they want to come in and they choose who they want to come out. As soon as they deem a player's career over, how often do you see that player make a team anymore? Uh, you can look at the greats like Tom Brady, Phil Rivers, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Peyton Bannon. Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning. Who were the quarterbacks of the other teams? Who was the quarterback of the Panthers before Cam Newton? Jake DeLone. Who was the quarterback of the Bears before Justin Fields? Back in the day, Rex Grossman. Kyle Orton was a starting quarterback for the Broncos. You had Byron Leftwich for a period in Jacksonville, but who was after Byron Leftwich? Chad Henney. Who was starting in the in the Jets? Chad Pennington, Mark Sanchez. You know he was one. We had Leftwich and Sanchez, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb. Who else was a starting quarterback that was not a white man before like two thousand nine? Tavares Jackson had a little run in Minnesota. But I don't know. I you think had, that was after 2010. You had David Garrard in Jacksonville for a little bit. David yeah. Garrard and Byron Leftwich, but they were on the same team. That's <laughs> Jason Campbell, too. I think you said Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell? Doing, yeah, I forgot about Jason. I forgot about Jason Campbell. What's the kid from Kentucky that played for Tampa? Was it last name Jackson? Josh Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Freeman. Johnson, too. But we're picking names. We're, we are reaching for names right now. 
How 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 many of those guys had prolific careers? I would say Jason Campbell probably had the best one, or Byron Leftwich. I think Garrard made an NFC Championship game. Who? I think Garrard made an NFC Championship game. I yeah, Garrard, Garrard, Garrard went there. With Maurice Jones, Drew. Mm-hmm. But how long was Garrard's career? I forgot Vince Young too. Vince Young, but how long was Vince Young's career? Uh, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. You know, I'm, we're, we I can't. I'm, I'm thinking of names. Thinking of names. Have the Saints? The Saints didn't have one before Jameis Winston, right? No, they did. It was um. Oh, what was his name? Um, I know exactly uh, who it was. He, he was played like with with Joe Horn and Deuce McGowan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. He was Michael Vick's cousin or something like that. You know, the Texans started Matt Schaub. Schwab? Schaub? The Raiders had Jamarcus Russell. Oh, he, he, was, he was trash. Didn't the Steelers have the, one? I don't think the yeah, Chargers have, have ever had one. I'm not sure if the Chiefs. We had Steelers had Stewart. had Teddy Bridgewater, but before that, I'm not sure. Oh, we forgot Randall Cunningham. Yep, that was in the eight, wasn't that in the 80s and 90s? But at this point, we might as well just – I mean, it's, it's not that much – even if we could go back that far, but it's just, we might as well include them. The Eagles, the Eagles. We've named three quarterbacks that have that are black that have been on the Eagles. Vic McNabb Cunningham. Jalen Hurts. Cole Pepper and McNair. Right, Cole Pepper. Dante Cole Pepper on the Vikings. Yeah, that was like yeah. 2003. McNair. Steve McNair, rest in peace. But it's it's a social club. The NFL is a social club. So I think the fact that their star position, the person that they take to meet the most important people, that the owners take to meet the other billionaires across the world, that they're taking to get endorsements for their team. I think the NFL owners are starting to dislike the fact that the best players at the position now are all black. Most of them, at least. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. You know, those are all guys many, many would consider top ten. I'm sure I'm, I'm forgetting others. Jalen Hurts is one. He's playing. So I, I really just feel like it's a slow change that's happening. And it's not, it, it sucks right now because it's a lot of good coaches that should be getting opportunities, not just because they're black, but because they're good coaches. They just happen to be black. You can't say that Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles don't deserve opportunities. Even though Todd Bowles had an opportunity with the Jets, it was the Jets. How often had the Jets really competed? Wait, wait, wait. This is Mark Sanchez. Now, you, now here we get into another sticky situation. We're talking now at the rate at which we, a guy takes over position and they want you, you're in a rebuild like Todd Bowles was. Like, now people are going to make fun of Hugh Jackson, but if you look at those teams and those rosters, it was no way possible for those teams to have won as quickly as even Brian Flores did. The Jets sucked. 
the Browns sucked before him, which is why he got hired. They sucked. And, and then he even Hugh Jackson even mentioned that there might have been times where he was offered the um same thing to lose. So it's not and it, it, it's not just a Brian Flores issue. And I hope that a lot of these black coaches decide to speak out as well. But Brian Flores is going to win this on his own. We can't let it be one isolated coach. This needs to be if you have ever taken a head coaching interview, you need to speak up on this matter. He is for Brian Flores, for yourself, for people, for, for players that want to become coaches, for kids that will never be good enough to be coaches. I mean, good enough to be players that want to be coaches. Representation matters, and it's not we're, – we're better than just an assistant. We're trying to fight for coordinator positions. We're trying to fight for head coaching positions. This is not the time to be quiet. This is not the time to let me be quiet and be good and not no, this is the time to speak up. Brian Flores is not an isolated incident. And if it's just him on this case, I'm pretty sure they're gonna to try to turn it as this is an isolated thing. This isn't a, a world, a, a NFL issue. We need multiple coaches, black, Hispanic, whatever. We need minority coaches on this thing. We we have experienced the exact same treatment of embarrassment of I'm going into a job interview knowing I have no shot. That they are, it's already picked. I'm going to be honest. Some of these white coaches need to do the, they need to speak up as well. Bill Belichick, Brian Flores mentioned your name. You need to speak up because I know for a fact he didn't just say that blindly giving a guess. He had enough information for him to send that text. I promise you, the, Sean Payton probably, all these white coaches need to speak up as well. That's well said, Keith. Well said. It's not just it's an issue, you know, worldwide. But if you there wants to be if there it has to be change in the NFL, it has to be a joint effort from everybody. Everybody, it can't just be certain people speaking up. It can't be just one person speaking up. People need to speak up and see that this is what has been going on in the league. And the league needs to admit that this has been one of the, you know, they can admit that practices have not been what they should have been coming from the times of when the league developed to where they are now, the people, the families who are instilled with being the owner of the league, owner of a team, they can admit that these practices were not right. There needs to be some amendments, but that'll never happen. There needs to be some amendments, but people need to join together as a group. And uh, understand that the opportunities are simply not the same for minority coaches, especially in, in the NFL, okay? The opportunities are not the same. And uh, kudos to Brian Flores for stepping up and uh, realizing that, you know, his what he's dealing with is bigger than his job, is bigger than his career. Uh, and I feel, like he'll, I feel like he may get another job. I feel like he will. Possibly. I don't know. It's tough to see. Uh, but the NFL needs to, they need to figure out something. They need to have a come to Jesus moment. They need to do something. Together as a, as a, the owners, the people in, in charge, somebody, they need to step up and, and figure out how this change needs to happen. Uh, we can talk about this all day. All day we could. Uh, so many different 
things going on in the world that relate to this situation that could be brought into something like this. But we're going to leave it up to the fans. We want to hear what the fans have to say. Fans, audience, people, please just tell us what you think about Brian Flores suing the NFL. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Will he get another job? Uh, it's a tough situation to see, but uh, hopefully for him, it comes out in whichever outcome he hopes. I uh, hope both sides are heard and both sides are understood, but we know what is going on in the league, and hopefully uh, whatever outcome he desires, it does happen. Keenan, we're going to come to you right now on this next topic, this final topic. The Super Bowl, because your boy guessed them right. Rams, Bengals, going to the Super Bowl. Bengals really had me on the ropes there for a second. Somebody texted me when the Chiefs were up 21 and 3 and was like, Logan, ain't the Bengals still going to win? I mean, are the Bengals still going to win? This, they, they said, this game is over. I hadn't even turned on the game to that point. I didn't even know what was going on. I turned it on. All I see is the Bengals scoring 21 10, stopping the Chiefs at the goal line. I said, oh, yeah, this game's done. Bengals about to win this. All I see, overtime. Patrick Mahomes interception. Bengals go down, kick the field goal. Keenan, we're going to come to you. Rams, Bengals. Who you got? Rams. The Rams. Why you got the Rams, man? Why you got the Rams? Man, look, for one, Patrick Mahomes threw that game away. He wasn't trying to win. He just wanted to break. If we're being honest, if you really watch that game, he just wanted a break. That's why they won. Two, the Rams defense. If you notice, if you watch that Bengals game when they played the Chiefs, Chris Jones was actually dominating up there. That old line could not stand up to just Chris Jones. They moved their right guard around to right tackle until they eventually took him out the game because he was a liability. And the bag of didn't do so well. Now, you take one man, Chris Jones. He, that's all you can really say on Kansas City front, you know, front line. Never Ingram, okay. But Chris Jones was the only dominant force. When you look at the Rams, look at who they got. You got Donald, who moves around everywhere. Leonard Floyd, your boy Leonard Floyd. And you got Von Miller. All three can wreck a game. All three of y'all can wreck a game. That, that O-line is not going to be able to stand up. We've seen the time at the time last year when the O-line can stand up to a defensive line. It's going to happen again. If the Titans can get nine sacks on Joe Burrow in the playoffs, what do you think the Rams are going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, it's going to be a tough time for your boy uh, Joe Burrow, man. He, the Bengals got a good run going right now. Uh, Sam Hubbard, he really had a motivational quote for me. Earlier this week, he said the Bengals were doing it for Harambe. And you know, man, listen, you know me. You know me. I just hear, I have to hear something that just makes no sense at all for me to go with it. I picked the Rams earlier because of Eric Weddle, right? How wild would it be if I picked the Bengals because they're doing it for Harambe? I'm not. I'm not picking the Bengals. Okay, it's a it's a very motivational story though. Do it for Harambe. But the Rams are definitely going to win this game. Okay, it's gonna look a lot like last year's Super Bowl when the Bucks were beating up on the Chiefs. 
Aaron Donald might get Super Bowl MVP. Von Miller might get Super Bowl MVP. Leonard Floyd might get Super Bowl MVP. The Bengals, they're going to get sacked a whole lot. And I think they had the quarterback. They had the offensive, offensive superpower, offensive powers to match up against what's going on, you know. But I think the Rams' offense, Stafford, Cup, and with Cam Akers back running that ball, Odell being a beast. I've been an Odell hater. I thought it was Odell's fault in, in, in Cleveland. My fault. It's not Odell's fault. It was definitely Baker Mayfield's fault. Odell's not the problem. He's been a beast for the Rams. Listen, I think that's going to be a blowout. I think the Rams going to blow the Bengals out. You sure? Yeah. No, I think it's going to be closer than it. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Keith, we'll come to you. First, are you going with the Bengals? Or we all have a three, three-man three consensus Super Bowl pick for the Rams? And two, do you think it's going to be close? Or do you think it's going to be a blowout? Because I think this defense is about to about to make the Bengals' life. It's going to have to be bad for them. They're not going to have a fun night. It's going to be an adorable story. They made it to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow is going to be a beast for years to come. The Rams are about to – they're on a mission. They spent all this money. They got all these free agents. They're going to win a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, Odell, Von Miller. They brought those guys in. They win a Super Bowl. Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, you trade for. You've signed those guys. You bring those guys in to win a Super Bowl. I think their time comes. I think Matthew Stafford. In the year of the dog, in the year of the dog, I think Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl. Uh, Keith. Are you going with the Bengals, and is it going to be close? I am going with the Rams. I do not. I think it would be uh, between a ten to twenty point game. I wouldn't call it a. I wouldn't call it a blowout. Um, like Keenan said, if they have trouble against Kansas City's front seven, they're going to have hell with the Rams' front seven, and then on behind that, you have a Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. And I think the better question is, who does Eli? Who do you put Eli Apple on? Do you put him on Cooper Cup, or do you put him on Odell? <laughs> I mean, which way do you want to you want to go about it? I, I mean, I just think it's that simple. Usually, the last couple of Super Bowls, the team that had a better defense wins. Um, only one that escaped was Kansas City against the 49ers, where Jimmy G really threw that one away. But for the most part, the last couple of years, the better defense is won. I think the Rams have the better defense. So I'm going to take my pick with the Rams, uh, 27-13. Mm. 27-13. Cannon, you got a score? 27-13. Give me 17-28. Give me 31-7. Rams. Just the Seahawks versus Denver? 31-7, 31-14. It's not going to be more than that. Mm. Rams. We got a Rams consensus right here for Phil to burn. Rams going to win the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure they are. I've been on a roll this year. UGA, go dogs. Uh, rolling with my boy Stafford. I think it's his year too. And then we can start talking about Matthew Stafford with the names like Big Ben. Oh, yeah. Matthew Stafford's definitely a better quarterback than that guy. But we'll get to that point. 
We'll get to that point sometime this year. We'll get to that point. Anywho, guys, let's build a burn. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who's tuning in so far. Make sure you, when you're watching this video, you like, you comment, you subscribe to this channel, man. We are everywhere. I am the man with the plan, the host who does the most. Check out Keenan's face. Check out Keenan's face. I'm the man with the plan, the host who does the most. My name is Prudencio Logan. You can find me on Twitter at Prudencio underscore Logan and on Instagram at Prudencio.Logan. Keys, where can they find you? On Twitter, just underscore Keys underscore. And on Instagram, Keys, two Qs, two Us, two Is, two Ss, and underscore. Hey, man, that's one of Keys' New Year's resolutions. Remembering the social media. He's okay. done it so far every episode this year. Kudos to him. Make sure for our next for our next host, please continue to comment what teams he should cheer for for this upcoming college football season. Will it be the Wake Forest Demon Deacons? Will it be the Utah Utes? Will it be the Buffalo Buffaloes? I don't know. <laughs> Keenan, where can I find you on social? Man, on Instagram and Twitter, being underscore K64 with two Gs and big. Dude, you crazy. Big underscore K64. You can find them anywhere on Twitter and Instagram. You can find this show, Feel the Burn, the hottest sports podcast out on YouTube, Apple, Spot, Apple, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find us on YouTube at Feel the Burn Podcast. Find us on Apple, Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Feel the Burn Podcast. You can find us on TikTok at Feel the Burn Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Feel the Burn Pod. Guys, make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share with a friend. We have some big goals for this year. Make sure you check us out, man. This has been the hottest sports podcast out. Feel the burn. Thank you for tuning in.